Welcome in. June 13th, Tuesday, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. You knew I couldn't stay away? Come on. <laughs> I'm one of those I'd rather burn out than rust out any day. Glad you're here. We're go- we are going to keep it short today, but there was something in the chart that I thought was of note. And if you've been following us for any length of time, you know that there are times when there are big themes like the Grand Cross. And then we get in there and we pick things apart like we're going to do today. So this is feeling subtle energy instead of the big macro energy that hardly any of us escaped last week and may be with us again this week. I think we've got our defenses a little bit better. If you didn't see our level up or weren't there with us Sunday night, it is available on YouTube and in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners on Facebook If you'd like to check that out, we did a very defensive meditation about how to prepare for this week. But the moon enters Taurus at 2.30, what is it, 2.31 this afternoon Eastern Time, say 2.30. And we have that five-minute void, of course. But now, think about this. As of Sunday, for all the upcoming sign changes until October, well, until Pluto moves back into Aquarius later on in the year, But now the aspect to Pluto for all of these planets changing signs, now and forevermore, (laughs) not really, but you know what I mean, it's going to be a long time, will now happen before the sign change, not after it. So at 2.26, the moon squares Pluto, and then at 2.31, the moon enters Taurus. See the flip there? So that will be every couple of days for the moon, and then for everybody else, it will hit that aspect with Pluto right before it changes signs. Now let's think about this. The moon is entering Taurus. Well, what else is in Taurus? The north node of the moon, Jupiter, Uranus. So let's think about the nodes for a second. They are in the last month of the current axis of Taurus and Scorpio. If you were with us a year and a half ago, we talked about this axis and the conflicts that have come in the past. Look at the protests that have happened all over the world in the last year and a half. Not so much in the United States, but definitely in other places. Big ones. Well, it happened here in the 1960s, but this aspect is over your head, my head, and the head of the riverboat captain on the Amazon River in Brazil. It affects everybody on the planet. So that it has been focused in other areas might just say something you could read in between the lines on that one. I'll leave it right there. We don't talk politics on here, but under this big grand cross, this multi-square configuration in the chart that we've been talking about the prior three days, look at what happened. They indicted the former president of the United States. Do you not think that this aspect has not been super significant? Oh, it has. Well, now the moon brings the spotlight into the sign of Taurus. There will be three conjunctions. So as it moves through over the next couple of days, it's going to conjoin the north node of the moon, Rahu. It's also going to conjoin Jupiter right after that, and then Uranus. But here's the interesting little aspect. Remember, as it comes in at 2.36 today Eastern, it squares Pluto. So that's the square from the cusp of Taurus over to the cusp of Aquarius, air, earth, square. Then, when it leaves, before it enters Gemini, air, air, it's a trine. So the moon comes into Taurus today with a square to Pluto. It leaves on Thursday with a trine to Pluto. 
and then ping pong, because when it leaves Gemini for cancer on Sunday, we're back to a square. Now, does that sound symbiotic, or does that sound more conflicted, more disjointed, more confused every two and a half days? Remember, the focal point is Pluto. Death, rebirth, transformation, power. What are some other Plutonian characteristics? Sex and sexuality. Taboo. The intense compulsion reflected in Scorpio. It's the higher vibration of Mars. So think about that from the power standpoint. If you bottle that and use it to your advantage, great. But it can also be explosive. And then, as Robert sometimes reminds us, it can also affect all things involving nuclear energy. Now, the other component to this is also the nodes of the moon, because they're at three degrees, three minutes right now. But as of Friday, they will be within three degrees. They will be two degrees and counting as they move backward toward the cusp of Aries and Libra. So look at the combination. We're talking about death, rebirth, transformation. We're talking about our past, our karmic past, our soul path, and our soul future. Let's bring one more descriptor of Pluto into this conversation, the subconscious mind. Can you just feel how the rhythm of this is going to be shaking things loose from our karmic past and from our subconscious? When the moon conjoins these areas, like right now, it's going to have us face these things. In a couple of weeks, it will conjoin the south node. Again, we're going to face the past. Then it will eventually conjoin Pluto. We're going to face transformation. And in between, we'll have the sextiles, the squares, the trines. You can go on into the minor aspects if you want to go that far. This whole dance, as the moon does its 29 and a half day cycle, is going to be chipping away at these things for you and me and for the collective. How do we work with it? Get our journal out. Get ahead of it. Know that it's coming. Know that it's happening. Don't let it surprise you. Be aware of where the moon is now relative to Pluto and the nodes. I'll mention it as often as possible now that this is kind of ingrained. I think this is a big, big deal that would have otherwise just been glossed over. So there's a slow day for you around here. <laughs> I love you. See you back whenever I'm back.